This podcast was created as a part of Podcast Lab by India Film Project in association with Anchor by Spotify. Howdy cowboys and cowgirls, welcome to another episode of the Anxious Millennial Cowboy Show. The wrestling business has been a long-time arbitrator of contentious taste, ever willing to do anything in an attempt to garner a huge TV rating or sell pay-per-views. WWE as the industry leader has always tried to cash in on real-world incidents and been able to turn in profits no matter how controversial the angles they produced. And although controversy doesn't always result in financial gain, it does generate interest, both good and bad. WrestleMania 7 will go down quite literally as one of the most colossal failures in WrestleMania history. In 1990, Sgt. Slaughter made his return to the WWF. Slaughter portraying himself as an Iraqi sympathizer and a follower of Saddam Hussein aligned himself with a kayfabe military general, General Adnan, not for the actual political reasons but more for the fact that Slaughter liked brutality. While the US regime, in Slaughter's opinion, had become rather soft and weak. McMahon decided to put Slaughter vs Hulk Hogan as the main event of WrestleMania 7. With the event billed under the promotional tagline of Superstars and Stripes Forever. Highlighting the theme of American patriotism in the wake of the Gulf War. The event was originally scheduled to take place at the Los Angeles Colosseum with an estimated capacity of roughly 1 lakh people. They, however, later shifted to a much smaller arena with a capacity of just 15,000 people citing security concerns. But the wrestling world could clearly see through the ruse. And it is believed that the low ticket sales were the reason for this as people lost interest. As per Dave Meltzer of the Wrestling Observer Newsletter, WWE had only managed to sell somewhere between 11,000 to 15,000 tickets before the move was made. In his podcast, Something to Wrestle With, Bruce Prichard, the current executive director for Raw and SmackDown, remarked that both statements were quite accurate in their own right. He stated that even if the company had sold out the entire arena, they would have to pay a huge bill for the security needed to keep the talent, wrestlers and fans safe, as the scope of the event would have made it enormously difficult for the police to ensure complete security. Now, one would believe WWE would have learned their lesson the very first time. But if you know WWE and Vince McMahon, that simply is not possible. In one of the most sensational angles to air on WWE TV history, saw Mohammed Hassan being completely erased from WWE. Hassan, a Muslim character of Arab-American descent, played by the Italian-American Mark Copani, arrived on WWE screens in late 2004. 
claiming that he and people like him had been persecuted by the public in the wake of the September 11 attacks that took place just three years earlier. Initially, the character had some very legitimate grievances, but that all was quickly sacrificed in favor of cheap heat tactics. As Hassan swiftly transitioned from a complex and somewhat sympathetic character to the standard foreign villain. On a pre-taped episode of Smackdown, Hassan began to pray and seemed to summon a group of masked mercenaries. Dressed in black shirts, ski masks and camo pants to attack The Undertaker. This episode then went on to air as the exact same day as the 2005 bombings in London. While the footage aired unedited in US and Canada with advisory warnings shown several times during the course of the broadcast, the segment was completely removed from the Australian and European markets. The angle brought tremendous backlash towards the company with major media outlets including the New York Post severely criticizing WWE for letting the angle play out on national TV. Smackdown's network at that time, UPN, pressurized the company to keep Hassan off television, who was eventually written off with an injury at the very next pay-per-view, and was released from his contract just two months later. Had the London bombings not taken place, Hassan was reportedly expected to receive a major push in the WWE, eventually going on to win the coveted World Heavyweight Championship at SummerSlam 2005, which would have made him the youngest world champion in company history. But to end things on a rather cheerful note, did you know that the man who played the Mohammed Hassan character, having now retired from wrestling, currently works as the principal of the Fulton Junior High School in New York? That's it folks for this week's episode of the Anxious Millennial Cowboy Show. Goodbye, good night and stay safe. In case you wish to send your feedback about the podcast, you can reach out to me at ishangakar 7 on Instagram or at ikakar on Twitter. Next week on the Anxious Millennial Cowboy Show, we talk about the treatment of wrestlers of color in wrestling.